0: incredible music you just heard was brought to you by none other than the Brandino Extravaganza. And I'm so excited to welcome today, Brandon Proach, who is the Brandino Extravaganza. Brandon, welcome. Hi. How you doing? Doing.
1: (laughs) Not too bad.
0: That's fantastic. So Brandon, um, this is part of our uh, Crafted in Michigan uh, campaign, brought to you by Founders Brewing Company, where they're focusing on incredible. Artisans and craftspeople across the state of Michigan and bringing a little attention to them through their social media And so we thought we'd include you because you have such a unique product and your product is your music But you are a one-man band, right Brandon?
1: Mm, Yeah, for sure
0: So explain to me. I think people kind of if they saw some of the clip They saw how you go about this, but you are truly making all the music and you sound like a, a whole band How does this happen and how did you come up with this technique?
1: It was a really, really slow build. You know, I really had no intentions of, uh, I, I didn't one day decide like, I wanna do the one man band thing. It was kind of just, I was uh, doing solo acoustic shows by myself, which was a totally new thing for me, you know, six years ago or so on the side from being in bands and stuff. And I just bought like a little looper pedal and just messed around with it at one show. And everyone was like, you should do more of that. That's cool. Uh, so it just kind of like, I just kind of rolled with it, eventually got the size up and now I've got the big, the big giant looper, you know, eventually forked the money over for that. But it was just like one little thing at a time. It's like, eventually it was like, oh, now I can add a drum into the mix because that's possible. Now I can try beatboxing and just like one little piece at a time. To- oh, Now I can do fake bass. You know, I got a pedal for that. And like one little piece at a time, it kind of just morphed into the ability to to create pretty complete sounds. On my own and it's 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 just so much fun so yeah the idea kind of came from how can i do something myself but sound bigger than just one guy you know but be able to kind of do my own thing and coordinate with only my own schedule and you know what i mean and yeah yeah keep it simple that way
0: so for those of us who (laughs) are unfamiliar with how a looper works when you're performing you essentially are making the sound And recording it right on the spot and then running it? Yep.
1: Okay. And then it just, yeah, plays back on repeat uh, until you you hit stop. And with one, I have, you have three separate tracks. So I could like have drums and bass here. And then I could add two layers of guitar and then take out the drums and bass later. You know what I mean? So that gives me a lot of freedom to play with arranging and different parts and different layers. And it's really just a, a bunch of math. You know, whether I'm writing a song or learning a song, it's like a, a like a multi-hour at least process of just like the logistics of how this flow of loop is gonna work. And then once it's there, it's it's the only way it can ever work. It seems you know what I mean. It's, it's a very very calculated type of thing, but it's it's you know it's it's very intuitive. And once you once you learn it, it, it it's it's all very plainly laid out and make sense but it's, it's just like a lot to remember you know what i mean the specifics what has to go where and when and just practice
0: and oh I'm sure yeah but it does seem very confusing to me I'm not a musician so I'm already you know slightly confused but then you just mentioned math which I'm like no but <laughs>
1: well, not, I mean it's not really but it's just kind of yeah I guess it's kinda, yeah
0: well it's logical in a sense right yeah. you're taking an, right. a logical approach to an art form and but the confusion to me would be I mean you've got all the things going and keeping track I think what you said that it's kind of intuitive it's like you're kind of maybe you were born to do this. This is how your brain works and you've got
1: it. <laughs> I, am, I am very left-brained and that is definitely a thing. Um, but yeah, it was, like I said, it like it, I couldn't have figured it out over and I, It was just like, I learned one new trick every couple of months and I'm like, oh, that allows me to do this, 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 and this. You know, and it's just kind of a slow, slow build process that got to a point where I have a pretty wide range of what I'm able to do just within the confines of the technology. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just fun to keep learning that. And
0: I love that. Well, when you're making a song, what is your approach to it? Do you um, tend to put down, you think of the rhythm first or are you always getting the melody or how do you approach that part of it?
1: You know, I, I actually played a show back in February where I did an entire hour long set of all new songs because I like wanted to challenge myself to write a bunch at a time. And realize that there's kind of no one answer to that. Sometimes I sit down at the looper, mess around with something. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to turn this into a song. Sometimes I have it very meticulously planned out. And then I figure out how to do it with the, I keep looking that way because that's where all my stuff is. <laughs> uh, I figure out how to do it with the loop station. You know, sometimes it's just a melody. So really any of those options have probably happened at one point in time. I don't really have one process and I kind of prefer it that way. It keeps me interested if nothing else you know
0: Mm -hmm. now you mentioned you do have a musical background and you did you used to play in more traditional kind of bands
1: yeah and i still do as well you know this this project has a full band iteration that has only done a small handful of shows but i would love to make it more regular because there's a different energy when you're playing with people that you can't you just can't have by yourself no matter what you're doing you know and I, and I also play in a handful of other groups, you know, Funko Jesse and the Motivations and, you know, in, in and out of different things. But um, I played in bands since I was in middle school. So it wasn't until, like I said, five or six years ago that I even entertained the notion of a solo show at all, you know. But I, I grew up playing music, grew up playing piano, got a guitar at age 11, you know, went to GRCC to study music. It's always been a very deeply ingrained passion of mine, you know, and that was kind of the the thing I always saw myself doing in the future was like hopefully playing music and having some sort of success with it and it's just That's one great. just one well, big good. journey
0: you're doing it you're you're living your dream then, right? Now things have been um, very challenging for musicians across Michigan uh, since the pandemic has gone out and Uh, To be able to perform live obviously is not really an option. How have you been dealing with that and dealing with your music? Uh,
1: uh, Throughout quarantine, I still consider it quarantine because my line of work isn't going to be up and running for a little while still. But throughout quarantine, I've kind of gone through phases. You know, first it was uh, kind of got into like video editing and like I did some parody songs and did, did a lot of like YouTube type of stuff. And then I also did some live stream shows, which is like, a. I love that that became pretty commonplace. You know, that a lot of people did the live stream concerts. Uh, But then there's also been chunks throughout this year that I've taken my first real break, you know, in so many years, Uh, and it's kind of been extra refreshing. It was the first time, and I don't even know how many years that I didn't like, for lack of a better word, have to play music. So I was like, I'm just gonna step back and and whenever I feel drawn to it on my own, it's, i knew it would feel different, and it—and it did, you know. It's just been—it's been an awesome little reset, and it's like shown me why I do it and why I love it. And
0: have you had any um, kind of creative breakthroughs during this this time off? Time off, in a sense, uh, where you really had t- you have you have t- more time to focus on uh, yeah. activity?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Although I haven't really been working on writing my own stuff very much, but I have been working very hard on uh, just arranging different things. Like for example, I did a whole set of video game songs last month, you know, like I've been just doing different projects like that because I have the time to sit down and sort it all out and uh, yeah, messing with new instruments and new, how can I expand the one man band thing? And this is a perfect time. Yeah. Cause I don't, have the pressure of any shows coming up, I can just mess around and see what comes out of it. And sometimes that's just the most genuine way that you can create anything. So it's really brought me back to this: do it because I love it, drawing board, you know, not because of I have to for any amount of reason. And it's it's just been it's been nice. It's been refreshing.
0: Nice. Okay. Now I have to ask. You mentioned that you've been um, working on some video game songs. Explain this to me. <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, I mean, that was actually one of uh, of my earliest musical influences was the music of video games. You know, I grew up playing Nintendo, playing Zelda, playing Mario, playing even Tetris, you know what I mean? And they've got incredible soundtracks, like original soundtracks that uh, primarily one guy composed a lot of that stuff. And to this day, I think it's just some of the coolest, catchiest, sometimes the most beautiful, just really well-written music. And I love to perform it I've been doing it live for years and I, I love having that like one guy in the crowd that's super excited that I played the song from Zelda you know what I mean uh but like it gives me such a joy and a nostalgic joy and uh and also just like something about rearranging versus like creating my own material sometimes is a different type of fun because there's no pressure I already know how the song goes it's just how can I have fun with doing it you know and uh but that's just you know it's just one example. I've been like learning a lot of music more so than writing a lot of music, and it's been it's been a fun, fun journey over the past few months.
0: I like that. Well, it's it's kind of like you're you're taking something so familiar but putting your very own Brandino twist to it. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. That's 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 the hope. And and uh you know, part of part of what I hope to continue doing and have started to is is, is expand the, my repertoire to a point where I can do more themed shows, you know. This one's all video game music. I've done, like, all of Abbey Road, you know, different, like, different, just themes, so just to keep myself fresh and and interested and interesting, hopefully, but <laughs> also, but yeah, also just to have something new to always, always give people. And, uh, I, I'm not much of one to Continue playing the same songs over and over. I'm always trying to keep it as fresh as possible.
0: Smart. I and mean, what keeps you interested as well as your audience? Which it is, does.
1: That's that's probably the biggest reason, honestly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, right now, you you are not performing um, out because people cannot go. Are you doing? Um, I mean, I know we showed a couple clips here, but are you doing some things like on YouTube or Facebook for people to um, participate in or to watch?
1: Yeah, I haven't, uh, I was pretty active in that uh, from the start of quarantine all the way up until the middle of June. I, you know, every week or two I was doing a live stream show and sometimes those were themed as well. Sometimes they were just regular gigs. Um, Well, regular for now, but, (laughs) uh, but, but like I said, ever since then, it's been about a month that I've truly kind of taken the time off from necessarily working on any one project and just sort of
0: Reflecting.
1: Reflecting and doing what comes to me and sort of, you know, kind of just now starting to like formulate an attack plan for getting back into it and some some goals and some things I'd like to try to learn, and yada yada, you know. And,
0: well, what might we see from the Brandino extravaganza
2: next?
1: Uh, well, I have long since been working on uh, my next recorded project, my next EP. And that was slowed greatly by COVID, uh, which is to be expected. But um, you know, quite soon I intend to attack the rest of that. It's it's most of the way there, and uh, so got some new recorded material coming out, and probably just continue doing that. I finally have a decent home set up so I can I can just you know, either write or record songs that are written and don't have recorded versions. So a lot of that more recording stuff is coming up for me until it's time to start thinking about what I'm doing live next. But
0: that's fingers are crossed that that will yeah,
1: happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For
0: all of us. right?
1: Absolutely. But but I'm but I'm prepared for it to take a while because I've got a million things I could do just here.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Video content wise too. I want to I want to get back into creating video content because I just found a a whole new love in the editing process even though it's meticulous and takes a long time it's it's so fun to me especially seeing it all done and
0: It seems right up your alley. I mean Yeah. <laughs> it's Absolutely. like a big machine too. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well that's fantastic. Well Brandon approach if people want to get more information about the Brandino Extravaganza, your one man band, where do they go?
1: Uh, like there's the brandinoextravaganza.com. It's Probably a little behind being updated because there hasn't been a lot of updates recently. Uh, but there's also, you know, I'm on Facebook under the Brandino extravaganza, and pretty much you Instagram, uh, YouTube. Yep. And, okay. and again, that's kind of a big uh, you know I, I started putting out more YouTube content, and uh, that's that's definitely uh, on the list for moving forward as well to continue continue that video content, whether it's original stuff video game stuff, anything in between, you know, any sort of in between, just, just fun projects, whether it's loop or not, but just music, you know, just have um, fun with it.
0: Well, we'll be sure to include links to all of your sites in our posts so people can find you easily. Brandon Approach from the Brandino Extravaganza, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Well, that's another one from our Crafted in Michigan series brought to you by Founders Brewing Company. If you want to get more information, you want to head to mlife.com. Brandino Extravaganza, take it away.
2: Black Black Lad, the child, the black black, the child, the black black, the child, the black, the child, 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 the child,
3: Having shipped out to morning, it doesn't make you cool. If it puts you on a high horse, and you dehumanize the destitute. Being ridiculously good-looking, it doesn't make you cool. If you think you mean the whole world is required to fall in love with you Having 40,000 stories to tell, whoa, it doesn't make you cool Period goes death when you're out of breath, and somebody else is trying to show you. But if you've got
2: I'm <music> sorry.
3: This is just my opinion, and it doesn't make me cool. it's just a constant reminder to myself, here it is to you Open if you accept your faults and you get the childish wonder, but act like it's oh, and if you've got compassion and a tendency, oh, if you've got a great